Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast, Conversations from Being, inspired by the book, The Ultimate Coach, written by Amy Hardison and Alan Thompson. Join us each week with the intention of expanding your state of being, and your experience will be remarkable. Remember, this is a podcast about being. It is a podcast about you. To explore more deeply, visit theultimatecoachbook.com. Now, enjoy today's conversation from B. Hello, Kasudi. Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast. Hello, 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 Cordelia. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I'm wondering, I see you wearing uh, these various beads. Do they have meaning? Yeah, so uh, they're called elakis. Mm. And uh, what I study is the wisdom of nature. Wisdom of nature, universal truth. So each one of these represents uh, a, a facet of nature, regardless if it's the mountains, the ocean, the rivers, the forest. Um, they're forces of nature. So each one of these are a representation of nature. And then one is the representation of my ancestors. Mm. So that's the signification behind it. Even the color of it is um, is in line with this, right? So this is honey. This is beauty. Uh, yellow. This is the forest with green. So each one color and meaning is a representation of that aspect of nature. Mm. Very interesting. So it, have you always uh, believed this or is this something that has been part of your transformation? Yeah, it's been part of my transformation. It's a spiritual, African spiritual and tradition in a system uh, called Ifa. Mm. And it is the study of nature and the study of universal truth. So this was a system that came into my life last year and has been uh, pivotal uh, for my growth, my uh, success, my knowingness of self. Um, yeah, it's been a huge, a huge part of my life. So it hasn't always been there. I didn't grow up. Uh, of course you grow up and you like play outside and everything, but as far as like, let me go in nature and let me just get grounded and let me be with the trees. Like that wasn't me growing no. up. No, this has been something that has been, uh, more prevalent in my life the last couple of years. Okay. So like when we were kids, you wouldn't have been like, let's go and play in the forest. You would have been doing something else, right? Yeah, no, nah, I would not have gone, let's go play in the forest, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go like that, but I would have did it if it was like fun to like explore or something, you know? Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh, I need to get in nature. Like I need to get connected to the trees. Like, no, I was just a kid, you know, let me go play basketball. We'll probably play football in the grass. Um, but it wasn't like, oh, let me go get grounded. Like, let me go take off my shoes and, you know, connect with the <laughs> earth. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. So what was the shift? Um, was it that you felt that you needed to change or, you know, like sometimes we experience things in life and it and you just know that you can't keep doing the same thing to get the result that you truly desire? Yeah, I think the shift was uh, I moved in one of my mentors about three, four years ago. And he was living in upstate New York in the Hudson Valley. And um, it was just beautiful, just trees and everywhere, you know, uh, trees and mountains. 
And um, I'd never been around anything like that, you know. So it was like far, like two and a half hours upstate from the city, uh, from New York City. So it wasn't uh, skyscrapers or a city, you know, and they stayed in like a small town. Um, so it was surrounded by trees and nature and mountains. And I didn't realize uh, how healing and how beautiful it was. So I used to go on runs and then they had a mountain that I like go and run up the mountain. And, and I started meditating uh, around that time as well. Probably a couple of years before that, going to my first Tony Robbins event is when I truly started meditating and everything. Um, but I think between that blend of like meditating and then um, actually before that, now that I think about it, wow, I've never okay. asked this question. So before that, after I started meditating, and when I um, I'll go back when I was still living in Indianapolis and every morning I'll go for a walk, I'll go for a, a run and I'll meditate uh, by the, not the pond. But it's like the, I guess it is kind of like a pond with the waterfall, like in the mountain, like in cities. It has like a, I mean, like in a neighborhood, in an apartment complex. Oh, I see. Waterfall in the middle. A fountain. A fountain in the middle, right? Yeah. So I can like hear the water. Right. Um, you know? So that's actually where it came from now that I think about it. Like that was my first, like, I really need to get out of nature. Hmm. I think it was a combination of going on the run. I was living with people in my house at the time. So I wanted to get somewhere where it was quiet. It wasn't people so I could meditate. And it happened to be uh, outdoors. And then going to the Hudson just uh, increased that experience for myself. And now it's a, it's a mandatory. It's not, a, it's not an option. I could feel when I haven't been outside. Uh, and it's a way of life for me now. Do you know something that's very uh, historical about the Hudson Valley? Um, so, like, right... Yeah, right before the Civil War, uh, there were a lot of free Blacks that were very educated in that area. And they uh, actually had started, um, like it was, it was one of the original uh, havens for uh, Black people to start businesses and schools and things like that. So, you know... In connection to you reconnecting with Ifa, right? And perhaps there's something ancestral there as well. Um, I, I just happen to know that because um, my some of my ancestors come from upstate New York. Wow. Yeah. They finally settled in Harlem, right? And they were part of the Renaissance. But um, yeah. But yeah. So beautiful. I didn't know that. Thank you for that. And it's, it's ironic because that's where I learned business at. You know, I had a startup company. I raised uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars for it. And, um, you know, that's where I was learning business in uh, upstate New York. So that's beautiful. I never knew that. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. And thank you for sharing your journey, you know, going back to you. So you reconnected with nature, quite possibly inspired by your ancestors and went, you know, into your business practice. And so, you know, not that I want to rush through your story, but I'm, I'm wondering, um, what is your connection to, to Steve Hardison and, and how has your experience with uh, Tony Robbins as you know, we have Becky Robbins working with us on the Mumbai experience yeah. and um, you know, 
just your experience in business so far? How what is the connection there? Yeah, I think the I think Steve got attracted to me because last year um, I was really being present with uh, we are creators. We create our reality. So I have an academy called Cora Creators of Reality Academy. And um, it's where I teach the tools and strategies in order to create a life of financial freedom and personal fulfillment. So I was like, I know we're creators, but I want to see the depths of it. Like, I got to take this as far as it could go. I got to learn the knowledge of at the deepest level of uh, human creation in this world. And um, so I started my academy. And then months later, uh, I was in Arizona uh, at an event. And when I was at that event, I ended up uh, meeting up with Steve Bacon. And somebody actually connected me to Steve Bacon earlier last year. And when they connected me to him, he told me to read The Ultimate Coach. So I read The Ultimate uh, Coach last year and I watched the video on commitment. And then now fast forward months later, I'm actually meeting Steve Bacon the first time in person in Arizona. And he's like, uh, you know, what is your plan? Like, what is it that you, what's your long-term plan? I was like, man, inspire a billion people to discover learn their, uh, and learn their purpose and live in their purpose. And, you know, I want to do this, this, and this. And he was like, if this is what you want to create, then you need to meet the wizard. And I was like, the wizard? He's like, yeah, you need to meet Steve Hardison. And I read about him, right? I read the whole book. I read it about it like it was about me. I watched the video on commitment, and it transformed a lot of my life at the time. So uh, this was Saturday night at like midnight and my flight was leaving at like 4 a.m. So I just asked Steve how I was then about to leave for my flight. And I was like, do you, I mean, do you think I could meet him? Like if I stay here a couple more days and push my flight back, do you think I could like get a session with him? And he was like, uh, I'm not sure, but I could connect you. And then you could see, I was like, great. So I just pushed my flight back like five days. And then I ended up uh, reaching out to Steve the next day and he got on a call with me. And then uh, I told him I wanted to come do a be with session with him. You know, and he was like, okay, do you know the price? I was like, yes. He was like, these are three things I require before we meet. I was like, I could get it done. And he was like, I've never really met with a client this fast. He says, obviously, you're a powerful creator. And if you're willing to do everything that it takes to meet with me, then I'll do everything in order to uh, put you some time on a schedule. So four days later, uh, I was at Steve Hardison's house. And that's where I met. That's when I met you on the way to Steve's house, right? Yes. Yeah. It's funny because you're a part of this story. <laughs> yeah, I am part of the story. Yeah. I was at Steve Bacon's house that day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then uh and then I had my session with Steve and it it, it transformed uh, uh a lot for me. I mean I could talk hours just about that session. Um and it transformed a lot, but I think what brought him to my life was really wanting to take creation as far as it could go. And through that uh intention that I set uh, I met the master creator himself, and now uh, and now I'm working with him. Yeah, the master creator being you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <creator>. <laughs> yeah, it's just the facts. So, um, and it's interesting because, like, just to to circle back. So, I was speaking to Steve Hardison recently, and he's like. I met this. Oh, I went to hold. I mean, I'm going to go back for a minute. So the next day I went to Steve Hardison's house because I was on my way to Sedona and your flag was still up. And I was like, that's not my flag. (laughs) (laughs) I said, what's up with that? He was like, oh, what had happened was. And so he was like, there's this amazing young man came to my house and, 
you know, he's going to change the world. And he didn't really get too much into your story that day. Yeah. But when we were speaking um, a couple of weeks ago, he was like, you know, you've got to meet this young man. He's doing amazing things to help us in Mumbai. And, you know, his name is Kasudi. And I was like, oh, it's like, you know, that name sounds so familiar, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what drew you to want to support the Mumbai event? Tell us about that. So uh, the Mumbai Miracle, uh, first for to be able to experience uh, Steve teaching in person and uh, experience a room full of people who are committed to being. You know, it's a different environment from when people are just going to uh, a seminar. I've been to plenty of seminars, all type of seminars, right? Um, to where the seminar starts in their home now. Mm -hmm. And now you're just showing up for the actual live event. Mm. It's way different. The seminar is now. The seminar is at home. The seminar is who is it that you're being uh, on this path to this event? Who are you being on this journey? Who is it that you have to be in order to get visas, to move life around, to pay the money, to read the book, to enroll people? You know, uh, the seminar for this event is actually now uh, taking place now. It's like the greatest seminar going on is now, 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 over and over and over and over again. Um, so be, to be able to be part of that and to uh, use whatever ideas or visions or thoughts that I have to be in support of uh, each and every person uh, in that room, it causes me to be somebody different. You know, this is an event all the way in India. Um, and it's not the easiest place to get to, but it's the greatest opportunity when you do get there. <laughs> like the greatest opportunity is being with who you're yourself and with your thoughts uh, to actually get in that room and be there. Um, so if there's anything that I could do uh, to support and I'm working with the team now and I'm lending my effort and my time, um, I think it's a, a beautiful thing because it's not about the speakers on stage. You know, Steve's great. All the other speakers are great. Uh, but who's really great is the person in the seat. Who's really great is the person that we're being in order to bring all this together and everything. And I think it's the most beautiful narrative there is because it always puts the ball back in your in your court. It's in your court. It's in your court. It's not over there with Steve. It's not over there with Becky. It's not over there with Alok. It's with us, each and every one of us. And uh, what better uh, narrative, what better empowerment than to know that uh, you're the great person, that it's about you in the seat. And if I could get behind that, I think it's the most beautiful narrative to get behind. Yeah. I hear so many, um, so many points. Firstly, going back to the book, right? Because we read the ultimate coach book as it is about you and connecting the dots to the, the ultimate experiences that are created are also about you. Um, about a year ago, I went to the original ultimate experience. And um, when Steve spoke, that's basically, you know, like that was the first probably half of what he talked about was that uh, the most important person in the room is the listener, right? And which, just like you said, is, you know, the commitment to be at any of these experiences is about all the choices you made. You have to commit to reading the book. And you can't just read it like any other book, right? It's not the biography of Steve or his work. 
it's about you, right? And um, and then taking it to the next level. Like reading comprehension is a great thing, but uh, embodiment is yeah. what we're talking about here. Yes. You know, so that's what I'm hearing you say. Yes. And it's like it's like what you said. The the book is about you. And the most beautiful thing is the things that stick out the most is what you see in yourself the most at that time. Yes. So, oh, my God, it's so great that uh, Steve went into this or so great that this person went into this or, oh, my God, they're saying that. And it's like because that's sticking out to you, that's what's most about yourself. You can only recognize what's in you. You can only see what's inside of you. So I may read the book and get way different distinctions than somebody else reads the book. And then when I read the book again in a month, I'm not the same reader again. So I get new distinctions, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like you said, it's, it's a true embodiment. It's not a disassociation. It's not you in the book. It's you and uh, you and you. You know, it's you reading about you. It's not reading about Steve. It's not just going through a book just to say that you read it. And, oh, my God, this was inspiring. No, it's being with who you are in this book and getting it out for yourself and, and being that. Yeah, yeah. I challenge, you know, the listeners of this uh, this particular episode to to do that. You know, even if you've read the book already, just revisit it and see who you are now. Because whenever you read that, whenever you originally read the book, you were somebody else. And then like life has happened, you know, you've been experiencing new things. You've been trying different things and experimenting with different things. So um, we're going to have to do another interview with you. I think this will be like part one, right? Because I'm interviewing you prior to going to Mumbai. So then we're going to have to interview you when you come back to see who you, who you be. <laughs> then. Yeah. yeah, the same. And uh, I think it's, you know, for a group of people to really commit themselves you know, the thing that I love about Steve is he said that he doesn't help people. He gets people to commit. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's one of the biggest distinctions that we could take on for ourselves is how is it that we could get ourselves to commit? And how is it that we could get others to commit? You know, to commit to reading a book, um, watching videos, uh, being in Mumbai, like it takes an extraordinary person to uh, take on that level of commitment. You know, that's not a small uh, commitment at all. It's not just, oh, be on a, a Zoom at this point in time, right? <laughs> but I think that's what's so beautiful about it is because for the people who choose to take it on, you, you're you going to experience miracles in your life. Because in order to take it on, you have to be somebody differently. You have to be somebody differently to read a book, watch the videos, and get in Mumbai. Like that takes an extraordinary amount of commitment. And if you can have this commitment to your being, because that's what you're committing to, you're committed to being somebody differently. You're not committing to Steve Hardison to go and support Steve Hardison. You're committed to being someone differently. Then how is that going to show up in your business? How is that going to show up in your marriage? How is that going to show up in your community? How is that going to show up in your purpose? How is it going to show up in your impact? Like it transmutes and it, it, it blends all of those aspects. So this is not about a book. This is not about an event. This is about who you are with everything in your life, who you are as a father, as a mother, as a wife, as a husband, as a friend, as a community leader, as a business leader, as an employee, 
as a son, as a daughter, right? It's who you are in all aspects. It's not about an event at all. And once you can realize that taking on getting to Mumbai could actually be the very thing that may save your marriage. It could be the very thing that may take your business to the next level, take your finances to the next level, take your personal fulfillment to the next level. Like once someone truly gets that inside of them, because you're the same person in all of these situations, you're the common denominator. You're the common being. And once you expand your being, everything else expands and the universe conforms to the nature of your being. Then you realize that this is the greatest opportunity there is. It's not a, oh, should I go? Should I not go? Maybe I'll catch the next one. Like, no, because you're putting up all the other aspects of your life. Like commit to reading the book, buying a ticket and getting yourself in that room because it may be the very thing that transformed everything that you've been looking for. Not because it's the event, but it's because the person you've been being on the way to actually getting in the room and getting to the event. And those those are the things, you know, like everything you mentioned is very important. And to, let's be clear, for North Americans or even for Europeans, you're going on the other side of the world and traveling, uh, traveling in general is character building, but mm-hmm. traveling to the subcontinent, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you're going to level up. Yeah. <laughs> I can you tell you that. Up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you have a lot of uh, playing time to be thinking about who is it that you're being on the way there. Right. <laughs> yes. And when you get off too, that's yeah. It's, it's, being, I'm, I've never been to India. I've been to Bangladesh. You know, uh, it's similar, but obviously not the same. Um, but it's um, character building. Beautiful, beautiful people. Yeah. Yeah. So I look forward to it. This is my first time uh, in India. I've taken a taken a twenty five hour plane ride to Kenya. Oh, okay. Africa, but this is my first time going to India, and I'm uh, I'm super excited about it. You you will love it. You will absolutely enjoy it. Yeah, I know. Well, especially with the extraordinary group of people that uh, I'll be surrounded by, right? One hundred percent. I'm looking yeah. forward, forward to it. And and the most important extraordinary being that you're bringing with you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like I this this I'm gonna be a whole different man. I'm a I'm a whole different man day by day by day. I'm having to like be with myself. You know, I think the thing in life is to. Be up to something so big in life that it causes you to have to be somebody different in order to pull it off. And like, that's how you grow. You don't grow by being up to small things. You grow by being up to something that expands you. You don't know how you can pull it off. You have no idea about the how, right? But it's like by becoming somebody differently in the process, the person you become is the person that fulfills on the wish that you desire. So it's like, uh, I'm so excited because this is something big, you know, to get to India, to support, to get people in the room, not just in the room, but people who are committed, people who have committed their time, their effort, their dollars, their energy to experience uh, themselves at a deeper level. is, uh, is It's a big feat. And uh, it's exciting because who I will be in the process is way differently and who each and every person in our room would be just by the mere fact of getting in the room before anybody hits the stage, the transformation would take place the moment you step in that room. Not the moment that Steve comes on. It's the moment you step in that room because transformation has been taking place day by day by day by day by day by day already. So I'm excited for it. I'm super excited. 
Yeah, I, I can feel your energy. It's like intoxicating. You know, I'm almost like, wait, am I free that day? Oh, right. I'm going to be on a different continent. But um, <laughs> yeah. definitely, you know, I will be with you in spirit. You know, um, it takes commitment from people like you and the energy and the role modeling of ways of being, you know, I'm just, you know, just in my experience of you in this conversation, I'm already pulled in. I'm like, wait, I think I can make it like, yeah, like, yeah, man, we got to switch some things around, right? <laughs> would you have to be to switch things around and actually get to India, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I would, uh, it'll be great to to have you there and anybody listening, you know, I mean, yeah. called by it, then follow that. You know, uh, I tell people your role will change when that intuition, those thoughts that you have that is really there. When you start treating it rather than a thought, you start treating it as instruction. Your whole world will change. So those ideas that you have that you keep putting off every time you see the event and you're like, I really want to go. I really want to go. I really want to go. That's not an idea. That's not a thought. That's an instruction. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling called and you feel like you're being stopped by everything else, like get all that out of the way. Get all that out of the way and do whatever you have to do in order to be the person that could get in a room. It's an instruction. Follow instruction because once you follow instruction, spirit will keep blessing you with more and more instruction. And now it'll be get bigger. The opportunities will get bigger. The situations will get bigger. Everything will start growing and you'll start trusting yourself because you'll get there. You know, when I went to Africa, I woke up on Wednesday and Spirit was telling me that I needed to get to go to Africa. And I ended up flying out on Sunday and it changed my life. And my whole name comes from my experience there. I spoke to kids in the slums, kids in Africa. I had, there's no way I could have planned that. I had a, such an experience that if you would have gave me a year in advance to plan that trip, I could not have planned it. Hmm. But it was me following instruction. So, for somebody listening to this, you're like, oh my God, India is so far and it's this and it's four weeks out. Listen, I flew the same amount of time in five days. You have five weeks. Like follow instruction. And I promise you, you'll start seeing how the universe conforms. Spirit puts things in a way. God opens up opportunities when they know that you're committed and you're actually going to do it. So for anybody listening, and you've been feeling super called. You see all the excitement. You see all the people. You're experiencing the transformation already. Then get in their room. And then I know Steve will never say this, but uh, he never would tell you to get in the room for him. But I'm here to tell you, get in the room for him as well. Like this, there's no other scheduled event for Steve Hardison. He won't be speaking at any other public event. He's made it clear that this is most likely his last public event. That's not what he does. Right. He doesn't look to do the fame and do the do the uh, uh, acknowledgement from a bunch of people like that's not what he's in it for. So get in the room to hear Steve at his last public speech. Right. Like Steve would never tell you that Steve will always say it's about you and it is about you. But we could also realize that this is a it's a mystic. He's a this man is a um, spirit in flesh as we all are. And uh, he's taking his being to a whole different level. So to be able to experience him and his teaching, my mentor that I love so dearly, uh, get in the room. This is the last song speaking. You got to get in the room. Well, here's a distinction. I want to just go back to the comment you said about Steve. So 
you said we're all spirits and body. And Steve is a spirit that actually pays attention to instructions from the spirit realm in a body. Yes. Yes. So we had to clean that up. Masterful <laughs> at that. Yeah. Like he's he doesn't put anything in the way between him and instruction. He hears something great. Let's do it. Let's create it. Let's who do I have to be in order to? And he creates miracles daily, daily, daily. So to be able to experience um, uh, a standard of what's possible, not as a roof, but as a base ground. Like Steve is, it's not a roof. Steve's amount of being there's there's not a roof to being, <laughs> but going to at least see what's possible. And it's like, oh, that's at least the least amount of expansionist I could get for myself. Hmm. And by experience that, I could go even further because Steve didn't have Steve. That's the hmm. gift that we have. We see it. Steve didn't have Steve to see what being truly meant. He's became it through his journey of learning. Hmm. So if we can accelerate our life by learning from somebody who's masterful at that, then imagine where you're going to be when you're 67 and you've been able to see being in action what it looks like now. Oh, my God. And then imagine when I'm 67, the person who's learning from me because now they've got Steve experience and my experience and they're going to take it. And it's like it just always gets to another. There's no ceiling to it. So it's not like Steve has reached the final form of being. Him himself will tell you he's being somebody new every single day. But to be able to see somebody on on that level and uh, be in the same energetic realm in the same space, physical space as uh, somebody from Steve's level, there's no way that you can't get a lot out of it uh, for yourself and expand who you are in that moment. So get there for yourself and uh, also get there to see this uh, uh, mystic figure <laughs> speak for his last time. Yeah. Thank you for that shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, no. He would never do that, right? Steve, like, it's not about me. Right? I love Steve. He's the person. And he's 100% correct. Yeah. I'm saying that, but uh, you can acknowledge greatness. Um, you, can acknowledge, uh, you can acknowledge greatness. And whatever you see in Steve is what's possible for you as well. Um, so get we that. are mirrors of each other, you know? Yeah. yeah that's all. And, uh, you can't see past, you can't acknowledge past, uh, past your level of expansiveness. You can't see more than who you are. Hmm. I tell people, I study myself more than anything because the more I can see me, the more I can see you. Hmm. The more I can see me, the more I can see you. And I put myself in environments that cause me to see me even more. Hmm. And I think this is one of the uh, uh, most beautiful environments, not the room, but who you're being to commit to being in the room, right? There's a lot of opportunity. I've been to so many situations, so many things in life, and there's going to be so many more opportunities in life past this. But this is a beautiful uh, opportunity right now in this present moment of uh, expanding yourself right now in this moment and, and being in that room as well with uh, hundreds of other people who are uh, committed at that level. It's a different experience. The people you will meet, the connections that will be formed, the love that gets shared and translated and transmuted from each other to the other person. And because we all knew what we had to do and who we have to be, it's, it's a different it's a different experience in a room full of people with that level of commitment. It's a different experience. And uh, I think it's one that each and every person should experience. Yeah, I agree. And, it, and there's a different level of appreciation 
for each other in that room too. You know, I have to say, I felt a camaraderie, um, you know, at the, the ultimate coach experience in Arizona, because I mean, even now I think back to the people that were in that room, I probably only met a third of them, you know, and, um, but still there's like something that we, we share. There's something I can appreciate about them that like, instinctively and even the other 200 people that I didn't meet personally it's just like oh you were at the experience you know what I mean it's like you can appreciate because you understand the commitment yeah my most beautiful uh, experiences in life and connections have come from getting in the room I mean, even the way I met Steve Hardison is because I was at a conference. I signed up for a master. I was in Jamaica for five weeks. It's about week three. I signed up for a conference and they're like, oh, now that I mean, I signed up for a mastermind. And they're like, oh, uh, part of the mastermind is we have a conference next Friday. And this was the Friday before, week before in Arizona. And they're like, well, we know you're in Jamaica, but like, if you want, you could come to the conference. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. I always get in the room. And because I went and got in the room then, that's when I met Steve Bacon and I met Steve Hardison. So all my connections by getting wow. at a different event, that's when I met my mentor and we ended up raising uh, 850K for my company through people. Getting in a room, I've raised 150K for my foundation and taking kids to personal development events from the inner city, right? Every, uh, most of the beautiful connections that I have, the business partners, the life connections, best friends, relationships have come from getting in the room. Because it's such ripe soil for people who are vibrating on the same frequency as you. Yeah. Everybody's vibrating on that same frequency. If you go to a a, a Raiders game, everybody's vibrating on their yeah, We want the Raiders to win, right? <laughs> right, right. If you go to a bar crawl, everybody's vibrating on that frequency of the bar. But when you go to uh, an event where everybody is expanding their being, and they have a commitment to their being. Just think of how ripe that soil is for connections and friendships and uh, business partners and just just love and just pure love and commitment to each other. I think it's the most uh, powerful soil there is. And uh, that's why it's super important that, you know, if this is really calling to you, then, then do whatever is necessary. Be whoever is necessary. Right. If you're like, oh, my God, I would never. I can never see myself going to India, then don't be you. Be the person that would. <laughs> <laughs> don't be you. <laughs> don't be you. Like, don't be you. If it's like, right. oh my God, I, John, I would never sit there and go to India, then don't be John. Like, be the version of you that will do that. It's such a, it's such a small distinction that will shift everything. Don't be yeah. you. Be the well, I would, I would use the word simple, not small. It's a simple distinction because everything that's simple is not easy. And so what you're, yeah, you see, so. (laughs) I love um, it. It's simple, but it's definitely simple, but not easy. Mm -hmm. That's where the growth is. (laughs) Yes. 100%. Yeah. I, you know, I was going to actually ask you, and so what else you know, who else are you being in the world? But you've already told us that infused in the story of how you're uh, creating this, being part of creating the Mumbai miracle. So, um, oh, Kasuti, yes, you must come back for a part two. I want to know the other side of the miracle. 
you know, and uh, to close our conversation today, is there anything more you want to put into the space? Um, I would just tell people that uh, not as truth, but as possibility that you truly create the reality in which you live in. Everything in your outer world has come from who is it that you're being inwardly. Who you're being inwardly is always seeking outwardly expression. So if you look around and you want the quality of your life to be different, you want it to be uh, better than what you currently experience, your finances, your happiness, your joy, your relationships, your connection, your spiritual connection, then you have to start shifting who you're being inwardly in order for the outwardly reality to look different. And there's no better opportunity to make that happen than now, right now in this moment. Go to the website, grab a ticket, get the book. Read the back two pages in the uh, the back page and in the front two pages and read the book itself. It's about you and commit to experiencing somebody different inwardly, because once you shift your being, your outwardly life will shift as well. So that's my invitation to each and every person. I look forward to seeing each and every person that is in that room. And uh, I look forward to seeing the version of me by the time I get to that event and afterwards. And I would love to come back on and uh, share my experience as well. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely have you back. And the website you're referring to is theultimatecoachbook.com where you can find out all things about The Ultimate Coach, uh, all of our social media, our membership, events, past events, and this podcast. So thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you know someone who would benefit from today's conversation, please share this podcast with them. Also, we invite you to visit theultimatecoachbook.com so you can continue your personal exploration of being. There you will find links to join our wonderful community, get your own copy of The Ultimate Coach book, and more. Simply go now to www.theultimatecoachbook.com. That's www.theultimatecoachbook.com. The link is also available in the show notes. We appreciate your support. Be blessed. Be you.